and you are good, abounding in love to all who call upon you. Hear my prayer, O oh Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. Amen. I, I, I like that verse 5. It says, O oh Lord, for you are forgiving and you are good and abounding in love. Amen. That's a, that, that's, that's a good way to know God. Amen. That means he's forgiving. Amen. That God forgives. And then when God has forgiven you, you need to learn how to receive that forgiveness and forgive yourself. Amen. Some of us hold ourselves in condemnation. But I'm not here to say to you this morning, there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ. Amen. That means God forgives. And then the Bible says he's good. Amen. That means he's a good God. He says, uh, uh, as a good father, he knows how to give good gifts to us. Amen. And then he says he's abounding in love. Amen. When love determines how we live, the choices we make, the decisions we make, our lives is transformed. Amen. And so the best measure knowing the goodness and the grace of God is his love. Amen. So this morning, may you experience the, the forgiving power of God. May you experience the goodness of God. But more than anything else, may you experience the love of God. Amen. Father, we come before you today. We bring your sons and your daughters before you. Thank you that you hear us, you answer us. Thank you that you guard our life. You guard our going out and our coming in. You're a faithful God. You never give up on us. You love us even despite of ourselves, despite our mistakes, despite our failings, you show up. So Father, I pray today, bless your sons and your daughters as we worship, O oh God. Let our worship ascend before you as a sweet-smelling aroma. Let it find favor before you and we, O oh God, we wait in response to the hand and to the voice of the Lord. So show up this morning. Bless your sons and daughters. We give you our best praise. Let there be a spirit of freedom and worship in the house today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. And everybody said, Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. This worship God together. I believe God has got great things in store for us today. Amen. Bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. We come to praise God. Amen. I want to encourage you. Don't worry about the person next to you. It's all about him right now. Come on, put your praise on. No matter what you're facing, know that God is with you right now. Amen. You're more than a conqueror. You're victorious. That's simple truth. Yeah. Just chase me high. I don't be on it all. I praise you. I praise you. No worry.
and they'll never be the same again. So we say like Samuel did, speak Lord, for we are servants here. And everyone said amen. And amen, amen, amen. You may pass your cups to the left-hand side of the room, and then we're going to collect it on the left-hand side. Amen. Thanks to worship team. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Amen. Our Sunday school may be even. I pray that you have a blessed time together. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I was, the Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. And so we, we, we want to just pray that God will speak to us this morning. If you have your Bible, stand with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 22. And uh, we're reading from, from verses 5, 1 Kings chapter 22. I want to speak to you this morning on a topic that is called truth and the counsels of God. Amen. Now, truth is not an easy thing in the day that we live in. How many of you know that truth never changes? What was true yesterday will be true today and true in the next 10 years. It will be true. Amen? How many of you know that Jesus Christ is truth? Amen? Now, we, we all got versions of truth. You know, have you heard sometimes people say there's a story, but everyone's got their own version of the truth. Now, that's not a, a truth. It's more an opinion. Of what took place. Truth is based on fact. And fact doesn't change. Right? So there are certain fundamentals. Even in our faith. That doesn't change. That means God says I am God and I do not change. He says I am God and I do not lie. That doesn't change. He says I am the same yesterday. Today and forever. God doesn't change. God is consistent. Amen. So when, we, when, when our life is rooted in truth then we should not be changing all the time. When our life is rooted in truth, we should be in the place where we're experiencing all of the fullness that God has for us. Amen? So I want to say to you, there is a truth that is based on Christ Jesus. Amen? That means truth is absolute. Truth is important, especially in our relationships. Amen? So when I speak about truth and relationships, that's hard. That's a part where many of us struggle. When we talk about truth and relationships, most people say, hey, Pastor, can you really be truthful in a relationship? You know, we tell versions. We tell what people want to hear. Amen? And I pray to challenge you this morning. Anything of value should be based on truth. Half-truths is not the truth. Full truth. If you are based, if you have a relationship based in Christ, then it should be truth. That means the Bible says in him, in Christ, John chapter 1 verse 14, it says, and the fullness of the God that dwells in him bodily, and it talks about, it says, and in him is full of, he is full of grace and truth. That means if you say you know Jesus, you should know grace and you should know truth. That means grace is an ability. We, we speak about the grace as being the unmerited favor. 
Amen. So when I say to you, when you deal with people, you should, the Bible says your speech should be seasoned with salt and full of grace. That means when you're dealing with people, you don't say, hey, hey you know, this is how I, how, I, how I deal with people. No, no, no. You got, there should be grace in your conversation. Grace in the way that you, you, you treat people. So the Bible says this, there is, in him is full of grace and truth. In, in, in Psalm 145 verse 18 it says, Call upon Jehovah because Jehovah is truth. Serve him in truth. The Bible says that we should serve God in spirit and in truth. Jesus said this, he says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. Amen. So there is that whole benefit that we need to know that it is true. Our relationship with God must be based on the word of God because the word of God is the word of truth. Amen. So, so we understand that truth is an important element in our lives. Now why do I say this this morning? Because much of what we do today is based on feeling, emotions, and what we feel people want to hear. But it's not based on truth. Amen. So uh, go with me to 1 Kings chapter 22. And I'm going to speak to you a little bit this morning. Challenging how we should be responding. Now in 1 Kings chapter 22. We are, uh, we are uh, just a little background. We are met with two kings. We are met with the king of Israel. That is called Ahab. And the king of Judah. That is called Jehoshaphat. Remember the nation of Israel after Solomon dies is split into two kingdoms, the northern and the southern kingdom. And so you've got Israel and you've got Judah, right? So we got a king, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, the king of Israel is called, uh, is called Ahab. But we know one thing about Ahab is that Ahab was not a good man. He was a mischievous man. Besides being mischievous, he was one that was ungodly. He brought in a lot of ungodly worship. He brought in idolatrous worship into the house of God, into the temple of God, into the nation of Israel. He made them worship the, 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 the gods of Baal and, and the gods, gods of Ashtoreth. And he, and, he, and he was influenced largely by his wife Jezebel. Amen? So the, the whole aspect of it is that his rulership wasn't one of godly counsel. He began to make decisions based on consulting familiar spirits. And so I want to talk to you today about understanding the distinction that God makes between truth and that which is a lie. Amen. So, in, 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 so we're coming in, 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 in this chapter of 22 where Ahab comes to the king Jehoshaphat and he says to him, won't you join with me? I want to go and fight the, the Philistines and the Arameans and I want to recover a land which is called Ramoth Gilead, which belongs to Israel, but I want to go and recover it from there. And Jehoshaphat, because they, in partnership, remember, they still one nation, they just divided by, by rulership, but there was a division that came in through history. So, they, so they, they, he says, no, I'm with you, my people are with you, everything that I have at my disposal is with you. But then he comes in in verses five, and we see the distinction between the leadership of Ahab and the leadership of Jehoshaphat. So there's two distinct uh, uh, you know, kinds of leadership. Jehoshaphat comes in verse 5, and Jehoshaphat says to the king of Israel, 
first seek the counsel of the Lord. So we understand that Ahab made the decision to go and reclaim Ramoth Gilead on his own. He did not make that decision because it was a leading from the Lord. Remember Israel, whenever they went into battle, they had to be led by the Lord. And God will direct them. But here he is going and he is doing his own thing. And Jehoshaphat reminds him, he says, first seek the counsel of the Lord. And so it says, and so the king of Israel brought together prophets, 400 men. And he asked them, shall we war against Ramoth Gilead? Or shall we, shall we refrain from it? And they said, go. And the Lord will give it to you into the king's hand. And, and, and it seems like there's a whole council that has come up. And the, and the advice they're giving Ahab is that go and fight. God will give that into your hand. But it didn't, was not the counsel of the Lord. So, the, the, so, so Jehoshaphat turns around. And Jehoshaphat said, is there no longer a prophet of the Lord here whom we can inquire of? It's a very powerful statement that Jehoshaphat is making. There's 400 prophets that is telling King Ahab, go and fight. God is going to give you the victory. But Jehoshaphat doesn't bear witness to the counsel that they're giving. And he asks a question and he makes a statement and he says, is there no longer a prophet? The question that I bring to the church today is there no longer a prophet or one that speaks as if God himself is speaking? Because today, what we have done is we have silenced the voices of those who speak on behalf of God. Remember, who is a prophet? A prophet is someone who will speak the words that God gives them. That means they speak, they reveal, or they make known to us that which is on the mind of God, that which is on the heart of God for us. And, and, and so when he asked the question, is there no longer a prophet whom we can inquire of, he is making a statement or he's making an indictment on Israel and he's saying, Israel is now being led by those that are not speaking the word of God. And he's saying, is there somebody that can still speak the word of the Lord? And I, and I want you to understand this. Ahab knew what Jehoshaphat was asking. Ahab knew that there is a true counsel of the Lord. But he chose to listen to those that will speak what he wants to hear. Yeah, we're living in a generation of people where people would want people to speak to them who are telling them what they want to hear. Not what God wants them to hear. They want to hear what they want to hear that will make them feel good, that will, will, will validate their choices, validate their decisions, validate what they're saying, but it's not the voice of the Lord. So he comes in and, and, and he asks them, he says, is there any, and the king says, the king answered Jehoshaphat and he says, there is still one more prophet through whom we can inquire of the Lord. But this is what he says, but I hate him. Because he never prophesies anything good about me. But always bad. He is Micaiah, the son of Emiah. 
And the king and Jehoshaphat replies to, to King Ahab and he says, The king should not say such a thing. Jehoshaphat is in a soft way rebuking Ahab and he's saying, Ahab, you should not speak against God's prophet. You should not speak against the man of God. He said, he, 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 he said to him, You should not say, I hate him. There's a generation that has emerged that hates truth. And I pray that we will not be part of that generation of people that will hate truth. That we would rather be comfortable than be convicted. We, we, we would rather just be excited than rather being convicted of what we, we should be doing and told this is right and that is wrong. We, we, we are a generation of people that want people around us. We want advisors and we want people to speak into our lives, but we do not want them to tell us truth. Yeah. We want people to tell us lies. We want, want people to tell us half-truths. We want people to tell us, don't tell me when things are going wrong. Just be there to celebrate my strengths. Don't expose my weaknesses. It's okay. Sometimes you've got to say, this is an area you're failing. I thank God for the successes in your life. I thank God for the breakthroughs in your life. But, I, but this area, you're godless. You know what? I value somebody who loves me enough to show me the areas in my life that I've got blind spots to. All of us got blind spots to certain areas in our and that is why we were speaking the past few weeks. That is why you need a shepherd. That's why you need somebody, a spiritual covering over your life. Not only to tell you good things, and not only to celebrate uh, you know, every success in your life. I, I rejoice at celebrating people's successes. The hardest part for me is when I have to come and, and sit with you and say, uh, you know, I thank God for all these things he's doing in your life, but this is an area I'd like you to pay attention. Amen. I wish I didn't have to have that conversation. Amen. But here we find it. And then the king, the king turns down and the king said, uh, 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 Jehoshaphat warns Ahab and says, you shouldn't say like that. So the king, verse 9, so the king of Israel called one of his officials. He says, bring Micaiah to me. Dressed in their royal robes, the kings of, uh, 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 king of Israel and, and the king of Judah were sitting on their thrones at the threshing floor by the entrance of the gate of Samaria and with all the prophets prophesying around them. Zedekiah had made irons of horns and he declared, this is what the Lord says, with, the, with, this, with these you will go out the Arameans until they are destroyed. And all the other prophets are prophesying the same thing, attack Ram of Gilead. Be victorious, they said, for the Lord has given it into the king's hand. And the messenger who had gone out to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the other prophets, without exception, are predicting success for the king. Let your words agree with theirs and speak favorably. Micaiah is coming on the scene. Firstly, he's coming on the scene not because they wanted him. 
He's coming on the scene not because he says he says all the nice things. He's coming on the scene at a time when, when everybody is, is against him. But he's coming on the scene now, even the advisor that comes to seek him out says to him, Hey, hey, uh, make sure, see all of them, they're saying the one thing. You don't come and say another thing. So he's like, you're not even like, you're not in a tactical way, he's like warning him, they are loyal. Then Micaiah turns on to him, he says, as surely as the Lord lives, I can only tell him what the Lord tells me. May you never change the words that the Lord has spoken to you just because of the face of the one that you're looking at. You know, sometimes God gives you a word to speak to people and it's not an easy word. And sometimes you're wondering, how am I going to say it? But you've got to realize you're just the postman. You're carrying a letter somebody else wrote. You are carrying a property that belongs to somebody else. All you're doing is you're delivering it. Sometimes we shoot the postman because we get a bill that we don't know how to pay. Not the postman's fault. You get an account overdue. You get a final notice. It's not the postman's fault that you get the final notice. It's the author and your problem. All he's doing is delivering the mail. So when you speak as the as a messenger of the Lord, you're the postman or postwoman. You're carrying a letter. You're carrying a message. You do not know what the creator, the author has in store. All you've got to do is deliver the message and trust that the author is going to fulfill something. If there's healing, then healing will come. If there's restoration, then restoration will come. If there's breakthrough, breakthrough will come. If there's conviction, conviction will come. But if that's what the author determined it to be, then that he's the author. But the problem is, we, we as human vessels sometimes change the message to suit the people we are speaking to. So what Micaiah says, as the Lord lives, I can only tell him what the Lord tells me. When they arrived, the king asked him, Micaiah, shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead or not? Micaiah answers and says, attack and be victorious. For the Lord will give it into the king's hands. And the king knew something is not right. The king said to him, how many times? Must I make you swear to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? The king understood that there was something else he wanted to say, but he was saying what they all told him to say. Micaiah answered and says, I saw all of Israel scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And, I, and the Lord said, these people have no master. Let each one of them go to their home in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you that he never prophesies anything good about me, but only bad? Huh? And then Micaiah continued and he said, Therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on, on his throne with multitudes of heaven standing around him on the right and on his left. And the Lord says, I will entice Ahab into attacking Ramoth Gilead and going 
to his death there. This is the prophecy he's giving. And the, and the one suggested this to the other. And finally a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and says, I will entice him. By, by, the, by, by what means the Lord asks, he says, I will go out and be a deceiving spirit in the mouth of the, the, prop, of, of the prophets. And you will succeed in enticing him, said the Lord, go and do it. And so the Lord hath, uh, Lord hath put a deceiving spirit in, in your mouth, all of these prophets of yours, and the Lord decreed disaster for you. This is what Micaiah is saying. He's revealing to him the counsels of the Lord. Sometimes you're going to hear things that you don't want to hear. And he's giving him the details of how this is happening. Remember in the account of Job, when, 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 when Satan comes before heaven and, he, and God is testifying to the goodness of Job, and, 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 and Satan says, God, if, if, you would, if you would just take your hand off him, he will curse you. And, 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 and so when we see the, the counsels of the Lord, we, we see that Satan comes in to the throne room and he's looking where he can accuse. And so the, the Bible says there was, a deceit, there was a spirit that came in and said, no, I'll entice. But he says, I'm not going to entice him. I'm going to entice those that are celebrating him. I'm going to be a deceiving spirit. This is what we have to worry about in this time and age. The 21st century church, the greatest attack against the 21st century church is a spirit of deception. It's a, it's a lying spirit that tells us one thing and we, and we are caught unawares because it's telling us a half truth and we bought into it, but yet it is killing us on the inside. So there is, there is this deceiving spirit and, and, and it says, and it will come through the mouths of the prophets. So this 400 that are speaking, it says, see, Micaiah didn't know what they were saying. But when he comes in, he understood that they are speaking not under the spirit of the Lord, that a, a deceiving spirit has overwhelmed them. And this is what is happening. Don't be, oh, uh, don't be too overtaken. Don't be too, uh, you, you know, excited because everybody's singing your praises. Sometimes you need to exercise some caution because they may not necessarily be speaking the voice of the Lord. You know, a lot of us like to surround ourselves with people that only tell us good things. Surround yourself with some people that is going to challenge you. Because they love you enough to challenge you. That is the problem. Many of us don't want to be challenged. We only want to be loved. We only want people to tell us nice things. And what the enemy does is he uses that nice thing mentality to affect you. So understand this. He, he comes in and he says, this is what is happening. He tells the king, he says, you're going to go and attack them, you're going to die. Then he goes on, and then the Bible says that then Zedekiah went up to Micaiah and slapped him in the face. Amen? A little bit like Wilson. 
So Zedekiah goes up to uh, go, goes up to, to, to Micaiah, slaps him on the face, and he asks him a question: Which way did the spirit from uh, uh, from the Lord go when it went from me to speak to you? Then Micaiah answered him and says, "You will find out on the day that you go and hide in your inner room." He told him, "I'm not going to respond to how you behave right now. God's going to deal with it." There's a coming a day. You're going to go hide in your room. I want you to understand. Speak the truth. Even if it brings opposition. Speak the truth. Even when you're not being celebrated. Stand for the truth. Don't, don't just be silent. Because uh, uh, to soothe other people. Speak the truth. Stand for the truth. He, 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 he said you'll find out. And the king ordered, he says, take Micaiah, send him back to Ammon. Let the ruler of the city lock him up in prison. And this is what the king says. Put this fellow in prison, give him nothing to eat, no bread, or, or give him nothing but bread and water till I return safely. And then Micaiah says, if you ever return safely, the Lord has not spoken to me or through me. Then, the word, then he added the words, mark my words, all you people. Okay. May the Lord give you boldness to speak in the middle of opposition. You see, sometimes we, we want to speak nice things because we want people to like us. But you've got to speak the words of truth. And the words of truth is what is important. The, the, the reality I said to you, you're the messenger. You don't determine what is good and what is bad. You determine, you just speak the word of the Lord that the Lord gives you. Amen? And then it comes in verses, in, 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 in turn with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 18. I want, I want to define for you how the Lord sees a prophet. Verse 14. Deuteronomy 18 verse 14. The nations will you, you will dispossess, listen to those who practice sorcery and divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has, has not permitted you to do so. That means you shouldn't be looking, reading your horoscope or your, and that's a nice word, they call it horror. <laughs> if it starts with horror, you should already be afraid. Yeah. Right? You shouldn't be going and reading your horoscope. Right? I see some people even on Facebook saying this is your month. You're born in this month. Bible says, I know your plans that I have for you. Know the plans of the Lord, not your horoscope. It changes from one person to another. Don't go palm reading. Hey, some bad luck came, bad wind caught me, I'm going. <laughs> Someone must read, tell me what is happening. They're not going to throw bones and talk to you. Come on. Yeah. The Bible says, this is how the nations operate. You are talking about Egypt. He was saying, the nations that you are about to dispossess, they operate by a spirit of divination. They operate by a spirit of sorcery, witchcraft. Be careful. Don't go and mix yourself in these things. And then expect to deceive. You'll get peace for a moment. But understand, it's a lying and a seducing spirit. Then he says, but you, do not, you are not permitted to behave like them. The Lord your God will raise for you a prophet like, like me from among you. 
and from your fellow Israelites, and you must listen to him. For this is what you asked the Lord at Horeb. On the day of the assembly, you said, let us not hear your, the voice of the Lord, your God, for it was, for I, nor see great fire anymore, or we will die. The Lord said it, said it to me, what they say is good. I will raise up, up a prophet for them from amongst the, the, the fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. Yeah. Understand what happens? Yeah. A prophet is not speaking his own words. Yeah. It's God's words yeah. in his mouth. When God uses you to share a prophetic word, make sure it's God's words in your mouth. Yeah. Not your words. Right? He comes in there. They, they, they said, God, we, we, we cannot handle you coming to show up. Because when you show up, the, your power and your glory is too much for us. We can't handle it. So God says, okay, I'll send a person to you in the form of a prophet that will speak for me to you. Huh? So when, when, when I said to you last week, you will not see me, Matthew says, you will not see me till you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He's saying, when you receive a prophet or a messenger, pastor, leader that I've sent to you, you receive them as if I sent them to you. They speak as if I speak. Now there's a there's a twofold for the person receiving the word, yeah. for the person that God is using. Make sure if God is using you, you don't speak your own things, do your own things. Yeah. You are a representative of God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. The postman doesn't bring your mail. Open your mail, read it to you. Is it? You get fine. Right? There is a, a law that governs that privacy. In verse 19, the Lord says, I myself will call into account anyone who does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name, but a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, is to be put to death. Hallelujah. God is saying, hey, if you go and misrepresent me to the people, you should be put to death. Now you want to be a prophet. Some of these fellows that are proper lying, they're testifying the testimonies. As the Hong Kong guys. May the Lord minister to you. He says, anyone who presumes to speak on behalf of God, you have to know that you are led by God. You have to know this is a word from God. But he says, not only them am I holding accountable, but for those I call into account anyone who doesn't listen to the words the prophet speaks in my name. So that means when there's a word of God that comes to you and you don't listen to it, God says, I will deal with you. Yeah. Remember when Israel, when, when the nation of Israel, when Korah and Abinadab and everyone and the nation of Israel rises up against Moses, God says, Moses, hey, you move out. Yeah. He said, let me deal with these people. 
Because they are not speaking against you. They are speaking against me. When you represent God to people, you are not, the, the Bible says, when they come up against you, they're not coming up against you. They're coming up against God. Remember, uh, remember when Paul, Paul's on the road to Damascus, Paul is, uh, has this, uh, the bright light hits him and has this God encounter and God said, and, and Paul is blinded and he says, who, who is this? And the Lord answers him and says, I am Jesus whom you persecute. But Paul was persecuting the Christians. But Jesus says, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. When you attack a child of God, you're not attacking a child of God. When you're speaking against a man or a woman of God, you're not speaking against a man or woman of God. You're speaking against God himself. Yes. Amen. So he comes into that place and he says, don't presume. And he says, you should, verse 21, you may, you, may, may, you may say to yourselves, how can we know when this message is, n is not spoken by the Lord? So many of us ask the question, how do I know this is a prophetic word from the Lord? This is what answer that the Lord gives. If what the prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that message is not spoken. That message is not spoken by the Lord. The prophet has spoken presumptuously, so do not be alarmed. How do I know this person? That prophetic word will be tested. That prophetic word will come to life. That means if it doesn't come to pass, then that means that's not what God said. If the person is speaking their own words, then it's not of what God said. Amen? So this is very, very important for us. God wants you to come to that place where you hear the voice of the Lord. Now, this is why I'm sharing this with you today, that we should not be deceived. You should know the voice of the Lord. Don't just go and anyone that calls himself a prophet. The Bible says, let the prophet speak and let others judge. That means go 1 Corinthians chapter 12. That means if the prophet said it, don't just do it just because hey, this person calls himself a prophet and they're doing it. No, no, no. Let the fruit, the character of the prophet speak. If the character of the prophet is not speaking, the lifestyle of the prophet is not testifying to the words that he's listening and then, if the word is not coming to pass, that's a true test. So, there are a few other tests that I will share with you in coming weeks, how to test a prophetic word. But the word of God says to us here in Deuteronomy 18.22, it says, if the word doesn't come to pass, or it doesn't take place, then that person is not a prophet. So that means time is an important part of the equation. You've got to see part of the test. So, so in this, we, we have to see the, the, the test. But there's two attitudes to truth that I want to end up with today. There's Ahab's attitude to truth. To truth. Firstly, he hated truth. And because he hated truth, he decided that what he wanted to do before he consulted truth. Have you sometimes decided what you want to do and then you come to God and says, okay, God, now uh, I want this to happen. Have you sometimes made some plans 
and say, God, now I'm bringing to you blessing. God's not going to bless your plans. The Bible says many are the plans of man's heart, but it's the will of the Lord that will be established. Remember I taught you the prayer of Jabez. For weeks I taught you. What was the secret? Jabez says, Lord, what is your will? Nothing more, nothing less than what you have in store for me. Ah. So when you start praying the will of the Lord, you'll understand it. But if you bring a ready-made, you don't bring that boy and you come before the Lord and say, Lord, this one I chose. Bless this one. Hey. And then say, hey, pastor, I brought this one. The Bible says you must pray. They got some work. I'm going to ask you, is this the one the Lord has given you? How do you know this is the one? They walk, they must be fruit in their life, evidence. Yeah? Otherwise, you're going to be shaping for a long time. You're going to be training for a long time. Hey, we know something. <laughs> a lot of people came and bluffed her. This fellow go to church, Pastor. Lovely boy, does it? Then you see him standing there with his beer and his buddies. Yeah. You okay? You're going to love me after this. <laughs> the counsel of the Lord. I'm not going to tell you the truth. Yeah. It's going to be some work. Amen. If you bring someone like that, I'm going to tell you what, you what you're getting into is your choice. It's going to be some work. Nothing possible. It's going to be some work. But don't say this is the Lord's choice. Yeah. Then you're making a mistake. Yeah. Amen? So there are many things that is coming our way that we need to get. So he says, firstly, attitude, truth. We want to, we want to do anything before we consult with them. He consulted the prophets who would approve what you already planned. That means you only consult with people who will tell you what you want to hear, what you already told. He did not want to consult Micaiah because he did not want to hear what he was wanting to say. How many times, sometimes, you know, the Lord tells you, go, go talk to Pastor. He said, no, no, I'm not talking. They won't tell me what I want to hear. Amen? That's, a, that's like Micaiah. Right? So you need to understand. When the Lord says, seek counsel, seek counsel. Sometimes the Lord will speak to you directly about something. Something the Lord will say, seek counsel on this. You seek counsel. How many of you seek counsel and still do your own thing? The church is just really, yeah, I can see you. I just can't hear you. Amen? Amen? How many times? How many times? I've been doing this 33 years. And I know people that will come to me and say, Pastor, I I just need to know what God is saying and, 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 and just speak to me and, 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 and then you tell them what God is saying and whatever. And they go back and they do the same thing you told them not to do. <coughs> and they do the same thing that they had in their heart before they came to you. I love it. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says, Whom God loves, He chastises. Say, ouch. It's not an amen, it's ouch. It's alright. It's fine. Whom the Lord loves, he chastises. He rejected truth. 
because it was not what he was prepared to hear. He soothed his conscience by getting rid of the messenger of truth. Ahab got rid of, of Micaiah because he wasn't telling him what he wanted to hear. He said, put him in prison. He said, lock him up, give him only bread and water to eat. He says, till I come back. Look at, the, at Micaiah. Micaiah says, if you come back safely. <laughs> <laughs> he says, if you come back safely. Then the Lord has not spoken to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here to say to you, there must be a boldness that is coming. Yeah. Your attitude to truth must be like that of Micaiah. That you must be prepared to speak the truth regardless of the sacrifice, the pain, or the consequences. Secondly, you must speak the truth even if there's a high price for you to pay. Zedekiah, another prophet, struck him, slapped him, <coughs> mocked him. He was imprisoned, but nothing silenced the messenger of God. May you not go quiet. May you not remain silent just because people are opposing you, just because it's not a familiar voice. May you speak what the Lord has asked you to speak. Let's just bow our heads together. Bless you today. Today I want to challenge you. May you speak the truth, regardless of the sacrifice, the pain, the consequences. Those who want to be on the side of truth will be prepared to pay the price. May you live on the side of truth. asking you a question today. Are you like Jehoshaphat who wanted truth on his side? Are you like Micaiah who wanted to be on the side of truth? What is your attitude to truth? Father, we come before you today. Help us to remain truthful even when it's difficult. Even when it will cost us some things, there's a price to pay. Help us to remain truthful. For those that speak the word of the Lord, help us, O oh God, to remain truthful. Help us never to be presumptuous, to speak our own mind, our own thoughts. Help us not to embellish or to add to the word of the Lord. Help us to just speak the word of the Lord. For us that receive prophetic impartations, help us to receive it in faith. Help us to do what you are asking us to do. So bless your sons and your daughters today. Guide them, protect them, watch over them. Provide for them but more than anything else. Give them discernment. Let them distinguish between the false and the truth. 